0: in the pool, that is not cool, I need the tools, take me to school Feet first end of this league, me first, that cannot be Under the underdog, Monica G, feeling a whole lot better suddenly I get in, winning, winning again, You one and two in the bag and I'm going for three That is the beat, down, god of the best so I keep, now Y'all treading water for weeks, now. Nah, now I'm the shark so I eat, now nah, Look, I am not sorry, I understood the pump from which I started And never getting these drafts is cathartic, so the to party, yeah.
1: everyone welcome to episode 21 of Dynasty Underdog podcast. I'm your host Ray Dawkins Joining with me as always are the guys from any given pod Billy Beeman and Josh Goldberg. how are you guys doing? Good man. how are you?
0: fantastic
1: excellent excellent uh pretty happy tonight we have a guest on uh anthony corrente on twitter it's at acorn one and he is the host of a podcast called dynasty drive how are you doing anthony
2: good man thanks for having me on guys i'm excited about it hey thanks
1: for joining us so i guess first off uh maybe you could tell people like where they can find you where they can interact with you uh and what you do
2: yeah for sure Uh, like i said i appreciate you guys having me on uh Easiest place to find me is on Twitter, at Dynasty Drive. Uh, like you said, my other account is at Acre and one It's not quite as active, but uh, you can follow most of what I do is on the, the main account, at Dynasty Drive. I do at least uh, one episode of the podcast a week, typically, sometimes two during the season. But uh, I have some written work that I've been putting out recently as well. Uh, just announced today I was doing it over at the Dynasty Draft Room. Those guys just announced today that – uh, they're merging with NFL Draft Bible, so exciting stuff over there. Uh, lots of good written content. I'm going to be putting out a lot of written stuff, uh, kind of Debbie-focused stuff over there. So uh, be some good stuff uh, all off-season long. But, yeah, that's where you can find me. Lots of – trying to pump out as much as I can, like I know everybody else is.
1: Yeah, definitely. So uh, what's your experience in Dynasty? How long have you been playing Dynasty opposed to Redraft? Do you still play Redraft? Uh,
2: I – I play redraft kind of begrudgingly. Like I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like I it can't get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I have like the normal like redraft work league and stuff like that. Um, but I guess it was probably like four or five years ago uh, that somebody I was working with at the time, um, you know, was playing in a dynasty league and had an opening, and that was kind of my first like glimpse into like oh so fantasy football just doesn't have to stop yeah (laughs) play it all year long i was like how come nobody told me this earlier because i've been playing redraft for so so long um and then once i got bit by the bug initially i was like this is it man like this is the way to play fantasy football like i've seen the light yeah yeah for sure right so that's that's pretty much how it happened for me and then it's like okay well how many like weird uh you know formats of this can we do you know one quarterback super flex salary caps auction leagues give me them all Uh let's do it uh
0: (laughs) i think all of us had that had that experience we all were like all right let's test the waters let's test all the different formats let's see i know josh can't can't stop from jumping into new leagues because (laughs) that's what i was thinking too yeah I mean, hey, each league's a little
3: different, and like you said, you want to know all aspects of fantasy.
2: So
0: he has like a league with a league within it, with a guillotine league within
2: it, and it's like (laughs) every every year, like I go through that weird spot where it's like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna cut down the amount of leagues this year. And then somebody's like, Yeah, you want to do a startup? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> See, that, that just sure happened could, to me. Sure I was like, Squeeze one more in.
3: <laughs> like, okay, I'm capped. And then your eyes like, Well, I have this Debbie League. That you tried to get me in there too, but
0: I was like, No, 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 it's I got to wait. I got to
1: wait. <laughs> uh, it's too fun, man. We're all degenerates, right? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you uh you're gonna be writing you said you're gonna be doing a lot of Debbie focused stuff. So you play in some Debbie uh Debbie leagues too? Follow college ball pretty extensively. Yeah,
2: follow yep, follow college ball pretty close. Um de- honestly, I'm I'm probably pretty set with the amount of I don't know if I'll add any more like straight up dynasty leagues mm-hmm. next year. I'll probably look to add some more Debbie stuff, uh, just because I play in a decent amount of dynasty already. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to get too much where it's like I don't know. I see some of the stuff out there where it's like, ah, oh, you know, I played in 50 leagues this year. I'm yeah. like, I can't do that much, yeah. man. That's, I can't that's, get there. I was going to ask, no. like, you're,
0: are you up in the 50
2: range? Because that's when it gets no a wild. No way. No oh, way. I cool. am, like, all all in between uh, Dynasty and, like, keepers and redraft leagues. Let's see. It's probably, like, it's, like, 11 or 12. Okay. Yeah, like that's a, where I'm at. It's, I'm, it's, at I'm at 11.
0: I'm at 11. It's a manageable <laughs> number. <laughs> it's I mean,
2: manageable. Yeah. It is. It actually, We're all right there. you have like a work schedule that you work through where it's like all right i know i gotta like i have to set a time aside where it's like all right waivers baby like I'm Mm -hmm.
0: and i go through (laughs) my teams in like sequential order from top to bottom so i don't miss anything i'm like i know where i'm at and like
2: yep Yep.
1: yeah awesome man good stuff so uh what is like your favorite aspect aspect of dynasty
2: i love like the i love being able to really build a team Like, I love being able to, for whatever reason, right? Like, I love being able to have a team that I think is ready to contend and kind of push my chips in and trade rookie picks and, you know, try and build a a real squad. Um, But I also love, like, I think an underrated thing about Dynasty, there's always, like, you know, a couple years in, you get, you know, everybody goes through that, either rebuild or, you know, you're selling off players and trying to acquire rookie capital. But I, sometimes it's fun for me in that like first season, what like after the startup to kind of go all in almost on like just youth from the jump, like not draft any, like, you know, really super established stars aside from like, you know, the super high picks and kind of go all in on, I guess, like a pseudo rebuild kind of early. Cause I want to have that. Like everybody wants that, right? Like young, yeah. just stud filled team. That's going to be good for a decade where eventually you just are unstoppable um but that's, that's my the plan point. right <laughs> yeah it's being able to kind of mold a team in your image I guess more than you ever could with uh you know redraft or any sort of keeper league I guess
0: no I, I love that I love that man No, being able to build your team the way you want I I experienced that more this year than ever making playoff pushes like just being able to trade for players that you know you'll have long term and short term and what you're doing with it and and making that playoff push, it's like it's different than than redraft in a way. You know what I mean? You can't uh-huh. you can't do it the same way.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Let me ask you guys, and not to flip it on you. No. Try to take over <laughs> the <good>. show, please. <laughs> but, like philosophically, where do you stand? Like on my dynasty rosters, I want like I want to build ideally probably around like what i view as elite young wide receivers like i like to have a couple of good running backs but i really want to like build my team around mm-hmm. hoarding like good good young wide receivers so like in what would i would consider i guess like my quote unquote main dynasty league this year it was like a all-in push on like how many like great wide receivers can i acquire um And my running backs, you know, there's something to be desired for sure. But the wide receivers receivers are so good that it's like, oh, man, I'm still alive there. And if I win the championship on the back of all these great wide receivers, I'm going to pat myself on the back so hard I'll break my hand. I love that. It's a great strategy.
0: You're running with like the 49ers running backs or something like that all season long.
2: <laughs> Luck, I Mike Davis has saved
0: me. <laughs> yeah, you get lucky enough to get James James Robinson or Mike Davis, and then you're just riding him to the championship. Mike Davis, yeah, I, I, been, honestly, CMC
3: fucks me. me. I mean, it's, it's funny <laughs> all for, right
0: here. for me. It, it's got to be like short of like maybe the first pick where I get a shot at CMC. I'm doing the same thing. It's always been that way. I've always been back in the day like the zero running back kind of guy like I don't necessarily ascribe to that anymore it's kind of a losing situation these days but um it's funny like in console wars uh in one league that uh Uriah and Josh are in uh, with with me together that's what I did I bought up every young receiver early on like I mean Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin, uh Devontae Adams I mean he's not that young but like all the young guys I got, I got early and then I ended up selling some off and now I'm going for the championship, but it, I was built around that core of really, really good young receivers. Um, and dude, they dude, they last a long time and they produce a lot of points. It's, you
2: know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's just a way longer, more reliable shelf life. It's like, I'd rather be early on moving on from a running back than getting stuck with them a year or two, too late. And then being like, Okay, I guess I'm going to trade Love Bell for a fourth round rookie pick. So,
0: you know, like. Yeah. I've been, I'm actually there in a couple of weeks. So thanks for reminding
1: yeah. me. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Happens to us all. Uh, not, I think that philosophy is pretty, like a winning philosophy. Just like as you mentioned, the age, how long you actually get to have a wide receiver be productive is you're, you're looking at at least three, four years for every single, you know, good wide receiver. They're going to, they're going to get that second contract where some running backs may not get that second contract. The running backs get hurt wide receivers mm-hmm. do but not as often or as bad it seems like so well, and yeah, also no when
0: running backs get hurt they can lose their job a lot easier yeah it seems yeah, like, oh, yeah. you know oh yeah
3: wide super teams, replaceable you can move around yeah. i mean if you can't run the outside you can still run the slot and everything so
1: mm-hmm. yeah. just like larry fitzgerald you know he changed up his game as he got older and he's still producing even this year yeah. game, so yeah. all right man, so anthony what are some of your favorite tools uh websites or people that you follow to help you out in dynasty
2: uh, I and again, not trying to like, you know, self-promote or shameless plug, but I will say oh, that who they had, like everybody that is over at NFL Draft Bible is, there's a ton of guys going over there that were writing Debbie and Dynasty stuff from the Dynasty Draft Room that honestly, those guys put out some of the more reliable stuff or some of the more enjoyable stuff that I've been able to find on Twitter. Uh, I think you guys are doing great stuff. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. Honestly, um getting more involved, in, I guess, like, the fantasy community on Twitter this, this year was big for me uh, because playing playing for a long time is one thing, but then it's like, oh, okay, there's all of these people that are doing, like, crazy in-depth stuff that, you know, you're just uh, – you're, you're missing if you're not – looking at on twitter, if you're looking at just the mainstream yeah if you're not on twitter which sounds crazy it sounds like you're looking <laughs> yeah but it's true like it no it, it, is. it is it's so, its own
0: beast man it's it's also an entertaining community it's it's a fun place to be man you get in there and, and with all the people yeah
2: for sure 100 percent. so i would say i mean there's there's so many good ones uh, and so many good people to follow on twitter that it's hard to kind of go through and just kind of think of them off the top of my head Um, in terms of sites, like I said, if you're not already check out some of the guys, especially the guys that are covering just like the NFL draft and scouting over at NFL draft Bible Mm -hmm. and try and get a jump on whether it's Debbie or not, or just incoming rookies this year, because it's crazy in-depth stuff over there. Like really, really scouting the draft in a really helpful way, uh, that I know is valuable to all of us, especially even if you're only playing dynasty and not just Debbie, uh, but just to know kind of be earlier than late right like i was talking to somebody just a week or two weeks ago and was l- looking back through show notes back over the summer um like at the end of rookie draft season and it was like at one point antonio gibson's adp was like the mid-third round oh yeah right like oh, yeah. which is crazy You've now gone over this. it's like yeah <laughs> which is hilarious which is crazy so that's kind of what i'm looking for is the guys that like i want to try and be as in tune to College ball, like we said, and the whole NFL draft process, and I'd love to try and get you know the value on that guy. It was the same thing with Terry McLaurin the year before. Yeah, like, oh, Terry yeah. McLaurin was going in the third round of rookie drafts, and I, fa- I found, I found that lit.
0: gem for sure in a couple of places. Yeah, I, it was funny because I I do my own bit of you know like I'll I'll do my own like I'll watch film, I'll do that whole thing you know, and do my I, I also have people like I I believe in too, but. Um, he was one guy I saw on film. I was like, dude, this guy is awesome. Like, why are we yeah. not talking about him? And I, I yeah. just, I ended up grabbing him in a couple of places and it really worked out. But like you're saying, those are the guys. Be early. Look, you know, get, get on the research early. Find those resources for sure.
1: 100%. You guys think it's any coincidence both those players you listed were uh, part of the Washington football team?
0: <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't think about uh, that. It, <laughs> is interesting. it is
1: interesting. You know, I think, I uh, yeah, sometimes a uh, landing spot really hurts our evaluations after the draft so
2: well I like to that that point it's like there was a stretch there where Denzel Mims was way too undervalued this year Mm -hmm. because it was like oh he's on the Jets and I'm a Jets fan the Jets stink they're (laughs) terrible but it's like but like as soon as Mims got on the field, Mims is still too undervalued right now. I agree on that, fact that He's He's about just based so. on the fact that he is going to have a much improved quarterback situation and won't have Adam Gates sucking the life force out of him next year. But <laughs> oh, God, Gase. It, oh, so like, Adam Gates will be
0: gone. All right, good. We've covered that. Yeah,
1: I'm breaking yeah, that j- news. <laughs> Josh is our uh, Josh is our resident uh, Adam Gates uh, expert. So. It's not
3: that he just hates running backs. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> That's my
2: argument. He hates him, good man. football. He not know how to <laughs> backs. Yeah, he just likes good football. That's right. You know this. I feel, and I'm, I promise I won't go on a big Adam Gase tangent. But uh-huh. what, re, like, what sums up everything you need to know? I'm sure you've at least seen the clip of how they lost that game against the Raiders on the Henry Rogues bomb and Craig Williams got fired. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, Adam Gase in that post game press conference is like, "Oh, I wish I had time after I heard the play call <laughs> to call a timeout." Yeah right. He's just, <laughs> he's just walking up and down the sideline like he's not
1: doing anything. He's just let
2: it happen. He's such a jackass dude. Oh, oh he's
1: the God. worst. He's the worst. Like I could I could have prevented this from happening if was there, I had time. Yeah.
0: Was there? I have to I have to know. Was there ever a time you were excited when he came from Miami to New York? Like, were you
2: excited for Adam Gase? no okay so it as soon as they as soon as they interviewed him I was like oh dear god what are they doing <laughs> I, I think anybody I, do the,
3: to get on the, the, the most the, new
2: job so quickly yeah, that was a strange thing about it. The most exciting part of his whole tenure here has been when he got Mike McCagnum fired. So, um. <laughs> just <laughs> killing themselves <laughs> within, <laughs> like, yeah, literally. When he went, when he uh, went full like Game of Thrones, little finger and overthrew the general manager. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, well that was fun. All right, sorry, I, ha- I
2: had to, I had to ask a little bit about the Jets. <laughs> it's
1: all good. Alright, so let's go ahead and talk on, uh hit on some week 14 news and notes. I don't have a ton here to talk about, but some of this stuff's topical. So uh Carson Wentz, we all know got benched. Hertz came in uh last week uh for a little bit and then he started week fourteen, ended up leading the Eagles uh to win, beat the Saints. So I don't think anybody really expected to see that. Um he looked okay. Um do you think he's a long term answer for the Eagles and or how you guys feeling about Hurts in general?
3: I mean, I thought he looked good. He had better pocket presence than he did the week before. And I mean, I want to see how long he lasts in there. I mean, he might be their long-term answer, but we won't know him until we see what, what he does.
0: I don't I don't know. Um he yeah, he looked he looked pretty good. I mean, on the ground, he he rushed the ball a lot. I think he had like 18 rushes. 160 yards 100 or something like something. that i mean he, he definitely looked good from that aspect he didn't make any mistakes right i think that was the biggest thing from from my perspective watching it no mistakes and he beat a, a defense that's been pretty pretty good this season yeah really so good. you know I, I think they have another tough matchup coming up this week uh who do they play maybe not maybe i'm wrong they play the cardinals so i mean it's gonna you know it's a good it's gonna be a good game it's gonna test them for sure so and, you know i i like what i'm seeing out of him he's I guess uh, one thing I'll say is Carson Wentz is done, right, From in Philly? Like, it's over for him? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd think so, right?
0: Um,
2: the, con- must- the contract is so gross, though. No? Yeah. Like they it's, might, they it, honestly it, might
0: have to hold him for one more season. Do, they got to yeah, restructure dead, something somewhere. I can't imagine somebody takes it on
3: the, the way. The dead
2: cap number is like 59 million next year or something ridiculous. Yeah, it like, down to
0: like 24, which is – I
3: mean, oh, high, but man, that's so teams.
0: gross. Could you imagine having that sit on your roster as your backup quarterback? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like so bad. Like I know a lot of teams are in bad situations, but that's a rough one, man. That is a rough one.
2: It's almost like the contract's almost so bad that if he gets dealt, like it's going to be like an NBA, like Brock Osweiler salary dump kind of mood. Like they're going to have to attach an asset to it.
0: A hundred percent. I totally agree yeah. with that. Yeah. 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 They're going to have to give up a pick or something to get this deal done and oh. just, like, wash clean the stench of Wentz from their roster.
2: Yeah. It's crazy. Like you guys said, I mean, what Hertz did in the running game was awesome, 18 for 106. 106. Um, oh. But I just think the the Eagles' offense looked more functional, which is more of an indictment on Wentz than it is anything, I think, positive to say about Hurts, which is kind of crazy how fast we got here. Um, but they just looked – like they were firing, I don't want to say firing on all cylinders, but doing better than they certainly have been in the past handful of weeks or the rest of the season. I
1: mean, they, they couldn't get out of their own way for the rest of the season. Even uh, Sanders went for over 100, didn't he? Yeah. Miles- yeah, they
2: remembered they had Miles Sanders.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, all here of a sudden, they put Jalen Hurts on the field. and It's like, whoa, Miles Sanders <laughs> is here too. Uh, I mean, they, look, we talked. The, the funny thing is, is everybody's talked about this. The team is loaded on offense, at least with talent for sure. They, have, you know, from tight end to uh, to receiver too. Jalen Rager, all these guys. Like, I think he even got Rager involved too, where Wentz couldn't do that. So, look, I think I think Hurts is good for the Eagles. It's good for it's good for the NFL. I mean, it's good good to have that kind of guy rise up. So it, it's going to be fun. I mean from a dynasty perspective, I'm kind of mad. I'll tell you this. Like I, I'm definitely kind of mad because I didn't get him anywhere. I didn't buy him when I should have. I mean, we all saw this coming, could have got him for even, even a second or you know whatever, second or third would have been great value at this point. Um, oh, yeah. And and we all overlooked him in drafts too. I'm sure he went for like a third or a fourth
2: everywhere. Yep. Yep. Uh, I agree. In a weird way though. And I feel kind of gross even saying it, Wentz is getting close to a buy for me in Dynasty because he's gonna get he's gonna, oh, get, no. so he's gonna get so cheap
0: he's gonna get so cheap <laughs> well I was saying I was saying to Josh I was like what if he ends up on the Patriots like aren't we all saying that's an interesting situation we all want part of that like yeah not yeah. that not that I think he's gonna go there and be a, a incredible but it's like okay Josh McDaniels Bill Belichick I can ride with that idea you know, so it's there's a world where like you buy him for a third or something right now and and he ends up being a starter for, you know, a decent team or something
2: in a couple of years or a year.
1: Yeah, if you, if you get him for a third, you absolutely do that.
2: Right. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. I'm at. Like if, if it gets cheap enough where whoever has him is like, all right, I'm done with this. But role we're getting we're too.
0: getting close. If they're not a Philly fan, you're getting close. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: the time yeah. Like, the, to- the time is near. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. All right. Some other news, uh, Stafford got hurt again. I don't know the extent of it, but he was out. And this is, what, the second time this year? Uh, it's bad It's bad timing for fantasy managers because well, here we are in the playoffs. And, you know, Stafford probably was supporting a couple of teams.
0: And it's a back injury, too. You know, I think he had a broken back a year or two ago or something like that. So that that yep. can't be any good. And you saw he got kind of got crunched up on. His back was straight. That he he he, he does not go down gingerly. He's a not, not a <laughs> man who goes down gingerly. No, not um, at all. But yeah, this is bad news. I mean, for anybody that was there, I think for I or, I guess how do we feel about Hawkinson going forward?
1: Uh, I still love Hawkinson. Uh, the talent's too good. So yeah. you know, I, if so- I had him on my team and i was starting him before, I'm starting him now. So okay, you know. And then you got a rookie com- a rookie quarterback coming in next year, possibly. You know, they'd like to make love to the tight end, so I'm still a big fan <laughs> of Hawkinson. I'm still a big fan.
0: Definitely, you're good with rolling with him through the playoffs, even if Stafford's gone
1: this year. I mean, I guess if if I didn't have a better uh, if I didn't have a better option before, then I probably don't, don't have a better you option. You don't now. have a better option.
0: <laughs> All right, well you that's a rat. <laughs> tight
2: go. end is so gross.
0: It's it, so is. Bad. It, it is. It is. Yeah. so i mean let's segue into another hurt quarterback alex smith like he he injured his uh his calf It sounded like nothing crazy or anything but it was on the leg i think that he you know that he had the issue with or or whatever um
3: did anybody see the social media post that washington football team put out no they put out a tweet saying alex smith has like a hamstring injury it is nothing serious and like all caps and
0: gold.
3: <laughs> like oh. i mean they'll <laughs> be back
0: do not worry yeah, kind of, kind of. It's necessary with him, but you know they're saying that he could miss he could miss a week with it. Like, I, as my question coming off of the Hawkinson thing is, okay, how does how does the Alex Smith thing affect uh, Logan Thomas? And I guess would Logan Thomas versus Hawkinson? Who would you play if you had both of those guys on a roster
1: this you know this weekend? So if Alex Smith is not playing, yeah, and, and Stafford's not net, playing, Stafford's not playing. Yeah. Probably Hawkinson. Still okay. Yeah, I think so. Just a talent.
3: Yeah, I'm loving Logan. He's a dual <laughs> threat. If hey, Josh mean-
0: just <laughs> loves Logan Thomas.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You no, know, I,
0: I feel. You. I just wanted to test the Hawkinson love. That's all.
1: Yeah, no, I just think he's just too talented. You know. Uh, I agree.
0: I mean, he's putting up crazy numbers. It's wild. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. He's right up there. We talked a couple of weeks ago about him. I think being with you know closing in on the top three guys or top four guys, and he's he's right there now.
2: Yeah, I think that he – Hawkinson's a guy I'm playing almost regardless of who his quarterback is at this point. Mm-hmm. I have him as my – I'm looking at it now – tight end four, and I really want it to be <laughs> my third tight end in Dynasty. I really love to. <laughs> who there, do you have Hawkinson. over him?
0: Like, who's the third one over him?
2: I have Kittle tight end one, Kelsey two, Mark Andrews three.
0: Yeah. Eh, yeah. That's it's hard, it's hard to make the it's switch. It's tough
2: to move one of them out. I know. Yeah. Do you
0: have, I love Hawkinson. I could see Hawkinson over Andrews though. I could like, it's, I can too. It's getting close. There. It's getting close. If he had slightly more stable quarterback situation, it would be there already uh, for me, but um, no, that's like, he's, he's great, man. It's it's crazy. He is, he is looking like he's quarterback proof. So I'm with you guys for sure. I just was, you know, seeing Logan Thomas what he's doing and seeing Alex Smith go down. It's kind of sad. Cause like, that is, that was a good situation right there for those guys.
1: Mhm. All right. Uh, one more little tidbit here I guess it's all about injuries this is not very fun but (laughs) Gasicki he got injured he was balling out he went uh 565 two touchdowns before he got injured um Adam uh, Shaheen has been getting a little bit of action there um throughout the season is he something that you would try to pick up and play this week I'm asking because I need to know because I'm going up in my <laughs> semifinals. Wait, wait. I lost, I lost gigi- so. about how semifinals. you. <laughs> like, I'm asking for a friend. The friend's me. Wait.
3: Oh, hold on. Time out here. Uriah, let's talk about how much you spent with him this week.
1: Uh, 65% of my total fobs.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's playoff times, bro. You got to
1: get yeah. your guy, right? Yeah. You got to <laughs> spend gotta I saw spend that. It I was
0: now. like, dude, what the hell?
1: <laughs> I, I, I originally I had 25 bucks on him I'm like well you know if I lose this week then what's what do I need my 40 for you yeah. know what I mean so I was like yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it all out there and just get my guy and I I might not even play him in the defense but that, that uh New England matchup is no entirely. I wouldn't let me it's say this, I
0: probably wouldn't want to play Shaheen against uh against New England I'm really sad about Gusecki this was a guy who like off season I touted a lot like he was you know one, one of my favorite guys coming in and the quarterback switch is is not not going to help anybody in the passing game for sure all season long. But he was coming around; you can, you can see his upside here. So it's disappointing to see that. I don't think I heard any news. I don't know if it was like dislocation or whatever, but it, it you know he came up hurt. So I don't think we're going to see him for this next next couple games. No, I
3: suppose he's supposed to be out
0: for at least one game. Yeah,
1: that is terrible news. Yep, that's life. Well. It- is there any other news that you guys want to talk about before we move on to our very first 2021 Rookie Mock Draft? No, let's get right into it. All right. And uh, yeah, guys at the Any Given Pod cover all the other news anyway, so give them a oh. listen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> appreciate
0: the plug as always. No, uh, I'm stoked to jump into this Rookie Mock with somebody who's actually like focused on college, because I'm not going to like lie. Like I, I'm not focused on college. I'm so such an NFL guy. And I mean, I watch college here and there, obviously, but like, I'm not like singled in on all the receivers until after the season, honestly, until after the NFL season, then I'm, then I'm looking at all sure. the different positions. So um, I'm
1: kind of excited to get into a couple of these guys with you and pick your brain. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. So as the guest, Anthony, I thought we would gift you the one one Let's go ahead and assume super flex tight end premium.
2: All right. The 101 is interesting because I like part of me that like roots for chaos wants to do something like, like <laughs> totally un, uh, off the wall, but if I'm playing superflex tight end premium, the 101 is Trevor Lawrence. It's a slam dunk. I'm doing it a million times out of a million if it's a superflex and I have the 101. He is too good. Part of it is me like selfishly hoping and praying that the Jets lose out the rest of the games and he will be on the Jets and on my dynasty roster. <laughs> um, but he's the total package. and someone as good as him, as like as well-rounded as him, is such an advantage in Superflex if, if he is what we think he is, and he's great for the next 10, 15 years. I mean, that's a huge leg up on the competition in Superflex. So as much as there's a ton of other players, I'd love to say, uh, Trevor Lawrence is just too good for me to pass up with the 101.
1: Absolutely agree. Um, I forgot, yeah, so you're a Jets fan. So how, how are you going to feel about uh, what's going to happen with Sam Darnold? What do you think would happen with Sam Darnold?
2: I think Sam Darnold uh, will get – I ultimately, I think Sam Darnold will get traded to a team that can hopefully fix what the Jets broke. Um, because <laughs> I still think, uh, it's kind of like we said about Wentz, in a weird way, Darnold's kind of a buy for me, like in super flex leagues right now, if I can get him cheap enough. Because I still think there's a chance he can go someplace and be a good quarterback. Like, the Jets did him no favors in developing him, but he's still super young. I don't have his age in front of me, but I'd say he's 23. Um, he was younger than Joe Burrow at the beginning of the season. so. Um, yeah. He's got a ton of talent. The Jets ruined him. I mean, they didn't do anything to develop him and put him with quite literally the worst head coach in football. (laughs) Um, But I think that Donald will probably get traded for something similar to like what the uh, Cardinals got for Rosen after they drafted Kyler Murray. I don't know. I think they got a two and a five then um, or a two and a, a fifth the year after. So I could see it being like, a third and another a late round pick a three and a five or a two from somebody if they're lucky i don't think they'll get a first rounder for him but uh, i could see some kind of collection of mid-round picks and then i will uh hope for the best that he can get as far away from the jets as possible and i'm still rooting for sam
0: <laughs> excellent no i actually like sam a lot sam down a lot too i hope something good happens with him like he has been dealt one of the worst hands i think and a quarterback has been dealt in the nfl and it's not just yeah. like it's just the the front office that he was part of sucks
1: yep. yeah it's incredible all right so with the 102
3: josh or two i'm gonna go with somebody that i'm probably a little bit higher on than most people but Devonte smith out of alabama excellent
0: oh my goodness uh, okay
3: a small prospect at 6'1 175 pounds but i mean if he's proven anything that it's he has amazing hands and he could fucking catch anything he had over 200 yards the other day in the first half two touchdowns i mean being a little selfish here, I would love to see him par, uh, paired with Tua just to see what if they could recreate any of the magic they had back at Alabama on the Dolphins. But I definitely, I think I'm a little bit higher on him the most. Uh, I was looking around a couple of different drafts, him more around six, seven, eight position. But I'd take a gamble at one
1: point two. I like that. That's awesome. That's bold. That's why we're doing this. So yeah, I don't. You have him. I don't. have him ranked as your top wide receiver then yep. so far, or so far from what
2: I've seen over the last couple of weeks. I don't think it's right. that crazy. I I think that, you know, some people would push back and say that, you know, other guys should have to go ahead of him or knock him for a, kind of a, you know, a more slight frame. But all he has done is ball out for literally years. And then uh, Waddle goes down and all Devontae Smith did was prove that he's the guy. He's a dog. Like, yeah. he just – he produced regardless of the situation. Uh, I I do think Miami would be in interesting fit if he could get back with Tua um I think that that would be an interesting fit for him because I think they have to add some weapons down there as well but um I think it's a good pick
1: awesome all right well this makes it a little bit easier for me I thought taking the 103 I'd have to like make some decisions but this is super flex so for me the obvious pick at the 103 is going to be Justin Fields uh quarterback Ohio State so I mean, he could do it all. He, he could do it with his legs. He could do it with his arms. Uh, beautiful deep ball. I think he looks better this year than he did even last year. And last year, he was, he was pretty damn good. And uh, the basis of this pick is we play super flex dynasty and uh, quarterbacks. They don't come cheap. So if you get a guy like Justin Fields, who, again, you might play for the next 10, 12 years, and you get him with the 103, you just absolutely have to do it. So with that pick, I'm taking Justin Fields.
3: No, it's a good pick. I'm just – I'm always worried about quarterbacks. So, I mean, even though he is pretty much going to be a slam dunk, it's – in my opinion, I'm not going above a 1.4 with a quarterback, even with a slam dunk like Lawrence.
0: Wow, yeah. While I hear you on that, like, I feel like we missed out on, like, Justin Herbert for those kind of reasons. And I'm just like – it's it's almost the other way for me where I'm gun shy of not <laughs> taking them. Like, I'm worried about missing on them. So, I'll, I'm almost going to overpick quarterbacks most likely in the next year or two and see how that works out i know that's kind of that might be a weird i might snag a couple and just like hoard them like i would almost in a startup draft uh and oh, try to sell them yeah, after
1: we brought just, on you know whatever
3: your taxes but see what
0: happens yeah 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 yeah
1: after we brought on a uh, will from uh will dennison and he explained to us about how stupid it was for us to let uh <laughs> herbert leave the first round i was yeah. like you know what this guy plays pretty good dynasty. So that, I mean, that's where I am with that. Um, I
2: I think that that's a good point about fields though, because I was like a hand up. I was super wrong about Justin Herbert. Like I did not expect him to be what he looks to be or should continue to be. Um, Like I was, I don't, I hate to say, I was like, I was kind of out on him. Like I just wasn't really that interested. Uh, It wasn't even really a matter of like, I didn't think he was going to, I didn't trust him to be a good NFL quarterback. So it led me to being out on him. And I think I'll probably like course correct the other way, like you said as well, and probably go a little early. I
0: realized like I'm decent. Like I am honestly decent at evaluating receivers and running backs and side ends to skill positions. Like I think a lot of people are, I don't think it's just me. I think we're really bad at evaluating quarterbacks. I think the NFL gets it right a lot more than we do most of the time. And we like to think we're really good at it, but for the most part, We we don't really get it right, so. um,
2: I looked at my notes about Herbert, and I was like, "Oh, I'm an actual dumb person."
0: (laughs) I thought I thought (laughs) I I thought like the way he threw the ball, like the fact that he didn't take any snaps, like out of he it was always out of shotgun, it was always the clap, it was like nothing. I don't know. I just it was dumb, dumb, really bad.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Too gimmicky because of where he played and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if the guy is getting taken (laughs) in the first round, yeah the NFL team then you gotta really you know these and gonna we get the, get the, the landing time,
0: right? spot before we pick like what were we doing <laughs> I, don't, I don't know and,
1: <laughs> and, and admit it all you guys were a little worried about Tyrod
0: Taylor 100% everybody was yeah, <laughs> yeah and <laughs> yeah. I think we're short-sighted it's like so what if Tyrod Taylor is great this year he's not going to be on that team for that long like it's going to be Justin Herbert's show
1: what are wow. we thinking so, all right we can move on all right 104 for billy Who do you All right, so i
0: didn't think i was going to have my pick at the at the top two running backs here so um i'm actually kind of stoked to get uh etienne at at, at 1.04 here you know I, I know he had some some issues in the passing game in the past but that has definitely changed he's improved that a lot uh and you know he's a little bit more than like Najee harris i think he's more for fantasy purposes the kind of running back you want uh and i love Najee harris i love that kind of back who's you know big fast you know, yeah just the NFL prototype or whatever but yeah Derrick Henry but, but I don't know, know yeah like. I just don't know exactly but Derrick Henry as good as he is sometimes he, he can just be out of a game and and that I, I don't wanna have to worry about so I'm going Etienne I think that you know I think that'll work out for me there
1: awesome yeah that's a excellent choice all right back to Anthony Anthony 105 who do you have Oh, I am so happy to take Najee Harris <laughs> with the 105. Like, I am the happiest.
2: I am the happiest. I'm, oh, like I don't want to say happier than taking Trevor Lawrence, but I'm glad that you made the choice for me between Etienne and Najee because I love them so much, both yep. uh, for very different reasons. It's it will be. T- I haven't really started putting together like what like early rookie rankings will look like, but it's really going to be difficult for me to figure out who I have as RB one. Yeah because um, I do think like you said ETN profiles like as I mean he's got the speed he's got the real home run threat ability that it's going to be depending on where he lands I'll be really interested to see what it looks yeah. like but Najee Harris is a man <laughs> he is a <laughs> yeah, oh, minimum
0: <laughs> yeah, me, sure. uh,
2: is there a place that we want Najee Harris to land more than the Pittsburgh Steelers like tell me Najee Ooh. Harris is not a Pittsburgh Steelers
0: no and he'll annihilate all the other running backs there it's not even a question about it it's it's yeah, I would love to see that, man. That And that would change that whole team. You'll see Ben Roethlisberger yeah. back into the year for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's, so, there's a there's a ton of really good players that are going to go in this first round. But uh, Harris is too good of a talent, too complete of a running back for me to pass up at 105.
3: So, at 106, with you taking Harris at 105, I have to go Kenneth uh, Gainwell out of Memphis. Woo! Uh, set out the season looking towards the draft. But, I mean, last season he exploded, so...
0: Okay.
2: I I like it.
0: This was this is a guy who played behind. He played behind Daryl Henderson last year, right? Yep, yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. Yes. And then. Twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, Henderson and Pollard, and yeah, and he's. I think he's better than both of them. So that's a great. So thing. how do we? How do I we, agree? I think he's better than both of them. How as do we well. feel
0: about him over yeah. uh, Hubbard? Because uh, Josh is bypassing Chuba Hubbard here. Chuba Hubbard, however you say it. Um, and I know, I know that that might actually be a, a lot of people now at this point. I, I know he's had a disappointing year, so I, I don't think it's. <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think it's crazy. I'm just wondering. No, how my you biggest. Guys feel. I mean,
3: my biggest issue with Hubbard is just his pass protection. I just think Gainwell is more of a natural fit and a more well-rounded uh, running back.
2: I think that it seems like a lot of people are starting to kind of be out on Hubbard, and or you know, obviously not as high as they were after last season. I kind of can't quit him. Like I, I like Gainwell ahead of him, um, but I can't quit Chuba Hubbard. I can't, I can't, all I can't, I can't get out of my head that he for 2,100 yards and 20 touchdowns or whatever yeah, it was like yeah. that player's still in there somewhere. Um, so I,
1: I, he's, he's still somebody that is really interesting
2: to me, but I feel like it's getting to the point where I might be uh, higher on him than a lot of other people out there.
1: Yeah, it definitely seems like the dynasty community it's kind of soaring on Hubbard, and I'm one of those guys that, like, I don't watch a ton of college, actual college games throughout the year. I do all the film study as the year goes on or as, you know, towards the end of the year, right now, basically. And, uh, yeah, from what I've seen from Hubbard this year compared to last year's, it doesn't look like the same guy to me. So, I, I honestly, I would take Gainwell over Hubbard as well. So, I like to pick. Who do you have? Oh, well, since we're doing super flex, I'm going to go with a guy that – my buddy Billy turned me on to um, my third ranked quarterback so far, is Zach Wilson out uh, of BYU. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like so, that. So, <laughs> again, kind of like we said before, I know I've taken two quarterbacks here, but I expect Zach Wilson to get taken in the first round. And if he gets taken in the first round and I'm in the Superflex League, I'm going to go ahead and grab him. Um, you know, you don't want to be stuck without serviceable starting quarterbacks. Again, you don't get them cheaper than you get them in the rookie draft. And so, Zach Wilson is the guy I'm going to take. Pocket presence is sweet. He's pretty athletic. He moves well in the pocket. Got a nice deep ball. Uh, Pretty accurate. I know that he has a lot better year this year than he did last year. But he just looks like the complete package. Mm -hmm. And I saw him getting mocked to, like, the 49ers. And something like that just makes me super Mm. excited.
2: Okay. So. I would love that landing spot for him. That would be really interesting. He's an interesting player. He's got some of that, like run around that reminds me a little of like, you know, college Manziel. Uh, But he's got that really kind of effortless, like flick of the wrist. I'm going to uncork the ball 60 yards, which is like super fun to watch. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up, but I like the pick.
0: That's what turned me on to him. I, I forgot what clip it was. I sent Uriah. I was like, cause him and I own a Debbie team together and I was like, yo, Check this guy out. Like I, yeah, lo- I want this guy on my team. Absolutely. So I cause he just the way he it's effortless. He throws it's that it's almost that natural, you know, that natural feel kind of thing. So it's when I, when you see that, you're like, I I want to taste he lands in a nice. He spot. has
1: everything it takes. And again, I once I saw the mock where he's going to the 49ers, I was like, Jesus. I don't know, man. Just something about it. So
2: I think he's somebody that is like compared to what people probably thought prior to the college season starting like he's for sure going in round one of the NFL draft and like, yeah. I think there's a real chance he's like a top 10 player like I think he's a top half of the first round kind of player all it takes is one team and there's enough teams with bad quarterbacks with it need quarterbacks that I think he'll go way earlier than
1: anybody probably initially thought yeah all right Billy 107 who do you got 108, who do you got? Sorry. 108, 108 right? <laughs>
0: I'll, t- I'll take two picks. All right. So, um, yeah, I-, I guess it's not too much of a reach. And maybe I'm passing up a guy that a lot of people like, but I'm going to go Rashad Bateman, uh, wide receiver out of Minnesota. Um, just, I-, I think I love guys who are kind of that prototypical size that the bigger, you know, this, I think he's 6'2, 210 on the bigger side um i i like those guys he has good route running catching ability yards after the catch all that Um, you know not it's definitely not aj brown but you know that kind of receiver uh and i just like the all-around you know his all-around package that he, that it, that he possesses i think he's gonna you know get drafted pretty early there um so yeah that, that's who i want to that's what i'm going with 108.
1: not bad at all it's crazy looking at this uh like i said i've only watched like two or maybe three games on some of these guys, but my top wide receiver is still on the board, so I'm pretty happy. So, let's move on. Hey. <laughs> well, ba-
0: Bateman's also missed missed a couple of games this season because I think the whole team had like an outbreak of COVID or something, I think, two different times. So, I, I think they missed some games. I love some, that Bateman some
2: game, so, looks, anyway. and he, he just screams like a guy who's ready to come play wide receiver at the pro level. Like, he can run pro level routes. He as big, is strong, he can, you know, win off the line of scrimmage. Like it's not a guy that is just winning on the deep ball in college. And like, we have to project what he's going to be able to do in the short and intermediate game at the pros. I think he's a guy that could come in and I, I'm not saying he is this player, but I think he's a guy that can come in and do like a lot of what Michael Thomas does on the saints and slants, dig routes, intermediate kind of stuff. And, you know, That's make that living fine. in the intermediate <laughs> game. Uh, oh, I like God. him a lot as a player. I do. I think he's going to be a really good pro. <laughs> I like to a lot more now that you said that <laughs> no but um
0: i mean i i do i know i picked him over jamar chase jalen waddle those are both guys who obviously i like they're great but i think like you were saying he's a lot more pro ready they have a little bit more work to do maybe building building size a little more athleticism and, and whatnot so you know that that's just kind of what I, i'm going for i think a little bit more you know uh what I know, this I like
1: a, something that has proof to it. Okay, so 109. Anthony.
2: All right, well, of course, I don't know if we're going to talk about the same guy, but my top receiver is still there, and I am taking Jamar Chase with the 109. Um, yes. he, Jamar? Jam- yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> He's got to go. Jamar Chase sometime. is definitely suffering a little bit from not playing college football this year, I think. Um, and I think a little bit – I don't want to say we're forgetting, but this guy had almost 1,800 receiving yards and 20 touchdowns in 2019. Like, he was – yeah, yeah, 20 touchdowns. He was a dominant, dominant player. Uh, I think when it's all said and done, it's going to be hard for somebody else to kind of dethrone him as my wide receiver one coming into this year. I'm still super high on him. Um, there's a ton of really, really good receivers, though, and there's definitely arguments to be made for Devontae Smith, Rashad Bateman, and a lot of other guys as well, Uh, but Chase's talent and being able to acquire him for, like, depleted or depreciated value from where I think where he would have went should he have played in the college football season this year, Uh, because I think if he played college football this year, he's, you know, the 104, the 105, he's going where Judy, Lamb, Ruggs, where those guys were going last year in rookie drafts, so uh, if I I if I had a bunch of first round picks in a rookie draft and this was my draft, I would be the happiest the happiest boy in all the land. <laughs> uh, Nasir Harris and Jamar. Chase. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, it, it, it's funny to to your point. Like he, he's your one on one would be your one on one, and like you know, may there may landing spot may prove to be your one on one overall no matter what. And it, and I think last year, kind of what happened to me is I you know. On a guy like Rashad Bateman I let, or like AJ Brown, I kind of let the consensus uh, beat me and I didn't pick AJ Brown where I would have picked mm-hmm. AJ Brown and I didn't get AJ Brown anywhere. And I was pissed about it because I should have, because I actually, when I watched him play, I was like, wow, this guy's, <clears throat> this guy's awesome, but like mm-hmm. he just fell in the rankings, fell in the rankings. Landing spot, Tennessee, Tannehill, or whoever was there, M- Mariota, it's going to be terrible. So, you know,
2: for sure. I don't know.
0: Sometimes you got to stick to your guns. So, uh, like you said, there's a lot of arguments to be awesome. made.
1: All right, Josh, with the 110. <laughs> right, I'm going with my tight end one from the draft, Kyle Pitt.
0: From
1: <laughs> <Florida>. <laughs>
3: oh, I love it yes. so much. Uh, not yes. the best block, son in a my bitch. opinion, but great you modern son tight of it, end.
2: Uh, reminds me a little you bit. don't need him to block. <sighs> yeah, I'll get points for blocking.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. You yeah, want that ninety yeah, ten it, split. Baby. Block like ten percent of the
1: time, All right? We good Oh my God, he's he's so good. He is so, God, good. Really he is good. Good. so damn w- good. I
2: love Kyle Pitts. I love him so much. Like he, I thought about him instead of Jamar Chase, which Chase is too good for me to pass up. But mm-hmm. in tight end premium, there's an argument to be made for Pitts, depending on especially depending on landing spot. I I hope that he doesn't get drafted someplace where they insist on like we're gonna make you an inline tight end and have you block. Like, <laughs> no throw this man passes, like let Kyle Pitts be great. He is a freak at the position. And uh, he would be, with how bad tight end is as an overall position group, if he translates how I think a lot of us think he will at the pro level, he's a huge advantage in tight end premium. And you're never going to get him cheaper than you will in the rookie draft. Like you're going to pay through the nose for him if he hits and then try and trade for him a year or two down the road. So I love that pick.
1: Yes, that's a great pick. Okay, so you, uh, fun question. Where would you rank Pitts on your overall tight end rankings right now? I know he hasn't played it like, down in the um, NFL, like, but actual tight end rankings. Yeah, huh? yeah. So you take the guys from the NFL, and where are you going to put Pitts right now in between those guys? Is he? Uh... Is he?
2: No, he... it's it, no, a good 10. question. Everything's I'm fair. I'm putting him top ten. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I'm putting him top 10, <laughs> and if I'm really being honest, I'm probably
3: putting him, like, 7.
2: Like,
3: uh, no, I mean, I'd go top 15 right now. Once, he, once he's in the <laughs> NFL yeah. and see him producing, he probably will
1: jump off, but right now, I'd say probably top 15.
2: It's a good question.
1: It really is. You know, uh, he's probably one of the better tight ends I've seen since I started playing Dynasty, when I really started paying attention to these guys in college. The guy's just a stud, so uh, I was really hoping to get him with my pick, but uh, f you, Josh. <laughs> I have a feeling. I have I a feeling he's going
0: to be going earlier than this in most in most drafts. I think you're going to see 1.08, likely the early. I mean, the latest uh, he goes in a lot of people's drafts. I'd be surprised. If I agree. So I think he's gonna going to end up going like the
2: 105, 106, yeah. somewhere right in that middle of the first round, if not higher, depending on scoring format.
0: yep oh yeah tight end premium they're if it's you know 1.5 1. yeah i mean think about it it's a guy that has way not there.
2: even made it to the nfl yeah. that i just said would be in my top 10 nfl tight ends. like that yeah <laughs> no that
0: and and he would be though that's <laughs> the crazy part about it <laughs> Like We were grasping his straws this year, hoping anybody where everybody's like, I've, Tyler Higby, please top five. And like, I'm telling I've you, it's just so not, it's not a Dalton good landscape,
2: Schultz man. Herb Smith. Like it's
1: I had to... <laughs> times, are... times are hard. Herb <laughs> Smith season's coming. Yeah.
0: Sorry. I had to, I had to... <laughs> I had to take my, uh my Higby shot anyway.
1: Well, Who I got to go with bro? the other wide with, receiver, yeah. Jalen Waddle. So he's a smaller version. But dude, the guy could do literally everything, um, super fast. He um, blow right by people. Looks good in his cuts. He runs routes. He catches almost everything. Uh, he's just an all around. He's just a baller. So Alabama's cranking out some.
0: Any, any, Ruggs? Any, any Henry Ruggs, any Henry type <laughs> um, concerns?
1: I, I, from what I've seen, I've watched three games uh, with Waddle, and I've seen him do other stuff that rugs wasn't quite doing as far as just taking the top off the uh, defense. Uh, I think he's maybe a little more polished um, than rugs. Um, let's put it this way. Like I pick, we picked rugs in our w. I think we got him in like the second round. I would not let Waddle get out of the first round me personally. Okay. That's my pick. That's my Fair. pick.
3: And Billy and this out. What do you got at 1.12? Okay. Very nice.
0: All right. I mean, I think at this point we've let him go too far. It, nope. picking he's right right? Chuba Chuba no, he's picked it. Yeah. Look, I'm going to have to. I know, you know, I know he's fallen far from grace, but I think uh, something I said earlier, I, I'm scared of also letting running backs go. Like, I don't want to be the zero running back guy anymore. And in rookie drafts, if you can get the top running backs, there's a lot of value there especially before they play, before they get on the field, they have value and trade value, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if I can hoard him, I'll do it, especially getting him at, you know, 1.12. This is a guy who we were talking about probably in the top six guys, you know, early last year or whatever it is, late last year. So I'm I'm really happy with that pick at 1.12. at one point twelve.
2: absolutely worth the risk with, the, you know, the end of the first round. Like Like we said, this year wasn't good, but I'm not ready to write this year off against any college football player. Um, I, I was shocked that he even came back to play again. I just – I don't know, man. I don't see how you run for 2,094 yards or whatever it was and then just you're bad. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't think yeah. that's the case. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that player – All of is a no sudden you interested. suck. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I, like, I'm not saying that, you know, he's coming in and running for 2,000 in the pros, but I don't – like, I don't know. I'm not ready to quit on him yet. I, I, and And that cheap for the end of the first round, somebody that I think could still profile as like a a real, like, you know, close to three down back in the NFL or has the size at least to handle that. If he can improve in pass protection uh, and get more involved in the receiving game, Um, it's, it's definitely worth the risk that late.
0: Yeah. I think we could be doing that thing where we're letting talent go because we, there's like a stigma in the community kind of thing. I think that could be where where we're going to let it go too far. You know what I mean? Like maybe he's not going to be, the you know a JT or not Harris but he's he might be really close and you're gonna let him go into the second round and that when you have a ton of receivers you can get in the second round and I don't know I think I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna take my shot at a running back that late in the draft we do this thing where even though like we said at the beginning of recording this right that like oh dynasty and building a team and you know you know being able to mold that team but we also do this thing where everybody is super reactionary to like the littlest thing like, remember when yeah. Jonathan Taylor was a bust, like, three weeks ago? Like, <laughs> e- re- yeah, seriously. No, you're like, right. everybody oh, you like, know, you're oh, right. man, Jonathan Taylor, oh, I shouldn't have drafted him. And, look, turns out, still good. Like, still <laughs> knows how to play football. So, I think that it's just – and it happens with a lot of players every year now where it's, like, we are getting or have gotten, I think, a little spoiled with even receivers where it's, like, well, we were talking about the Eagles earlier. Jalen Rager is a buy for me right now because I still believe in the talent. I believe in the player. And I think that we're a little spoiled with like, oh, if you're a receiver, you could just come in and put up 1,000 yards or, you know, 1,100 yards and be a stud right away. And sometimes it takes a little bit. But, uh, the Justin Jefferson stuff doesn't happen. That's yeah, not supposed it's to happen. Outlier. Like it's the outlier. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the
0: outlier. That's not the rule. Yeah. That's what people – I think especially with this, like we're trying to help first and second year dynasty players and stuff like that like you got to understand that when you see that that is not how it happens yeah the the tight ends don't break out for two three years like you you have to be
2: patient you really do yeah 100% 100% agree
1: well awesome man that was pretty fun for very first mock draft here it gives us a little uh, insight outlook into what we coming up in April and May for us Uh, we'll continue to do this and I missed one of the picks, but I'll try to keep notes. We'll do this again in a few weeks or maybe a month. And I see. think I'll
0: remember him. If you ask me, I'll remember which one it was. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't know. I think I got I I wrote Zach Wilson twice. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah, I wrote Zach Wilson twice. I like him that much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's my one point one, and my one point two, and my one point three. Oh, yeah. Um before we <laughs> yeah, but before we go out, I, I definitely want to, um, Anthony, get your, your opinion on this. Um, what's one guy you think you're higher on than than most people? Um, it could be like a second round. It can be anybody, you know what I mean? Just a guy you're higher on in this draft than than anybody's going to be.
2: Chuba's up there for me, man. He really is. Yeah. He's really somebody that I think I'm still higher on than a lot of people. I wrote a piece at NFL Drop Bible just recently about prospects from the Big 12. And I know some people initially, I had Chuba in there where people were like, oh, you know, we're kind of down on Hubbard. It's like, I just, I can't be down on him yet. I just, I don't know. I don't see it. I think that there's also, it's, I'm really high. And this was kind of what happened to me last year. I'm really high on Almost every receiver that I could get in the second round of rookie drafts, or what looks like it's <laughs> going to shake out that way, right? Because the class is so deep again, and yeah, it becomes like yeah. pick your flavor of what you like. Like, I really like Terrace Marshall at LSU. I really like, like, there's so many good players. Tylen Wallace, Amon Ra. I love like, Amon. Both of those players. Yeah. I, I do yeah. love Tylen Wallace. So I'll, I'll go both Oklahoma State guys. There you go. I like Chuba and Tylen Wallace. And I think Tylen okay. Wallace will probably. I think Talon Wallace could have some of that Terry McLaurin where it's like he might make it to, you know, third round of rookie drafts and slide a little bit in the NFL draft coming off the ACL, shortened season, older prospect, senior guy coming in. But I think he's going to be, I know he doesn't have, you know, ideal size or ideal speed at the position, but he's one inside. He's one outside. He, all he does is produce. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but I was looking at it the other day and I'm pretty sure in four college seasons, I don't think he's ever averaged less than 16 and a half yards per catch. Like he is productive. Um, So that's (laughs) somebody that if he, with the amount of players that I think will go ahead of him, especially with how deep wide receiver is Rondell Moore, there's a million guys that like we just keep rattling off uh, that I could see Tyler Wallace. That's a great call sliding to like third round or late second round and i think if that's the case i'm snatching them up all day long very good excellent how
0: about you uri anybody you're higher on than most you think coming up
1: <clears throat> yeah uh this is the first year i got to see him play live i was don't tell my boss but i was at work watching some college ball <laughs> 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 i saw the nebraska game was on I don't, but no, nobody's I'm, doing that this year right <laughs> <laughs> it was nebraska and ohio state and uh i saw this wide receiver named chris olave he was oh, i don't know yeah. just catching everything running smooth
0: this is, this is a guy i'm not familiar with That's he's wild. so good
2: okay.
1: he is so he he's i don't know just super smooth when he's running his routes he's catching outside the numbers inside the numbers he's doing like every little thing that you would want from him he just looks he just looks the part to me um i watched him play that game and uh, from that point basically i was hooked so then I went back and I kind of looked at his stats this year he's played, I think five games out of those five games. He's only had one under, under 100 yards receiving. He just, he just looks great, man. He had a, a, I don't know, a couple of wide receivers that he doesn't have to compete against this year. So he has a chance this year to kind of be the alpha and he looks like the alpha to me. I'm going to have to watch more, but I think right now, and I put out some rankings the other day and everyone's like, you're way too high in a lobby, And I'm like, I just don't think so, man. He just looks, he looks the part to me. So that's my guy. I love
2: I love the way I love the word that you used to describe him because it's the exact same word I used to describe him to somebody else the other day and that he's he's smooth. Like he's so smooth. He's so fluid in and out of breaks. Like he just looks like he just looks like he belongs. Like, he like just he's skating smart. out there. I don't know. Man. Yeah, like he's moving <laughs> at a different speed almost. Um I really really like that pick and I think I think he's somebody that's going to be like tremendously valuable for an NFL team. And like we said about, like I said about Tylen Wallace, is somebody that could get a little buried behind, you know, some of the other guys at the position. But I don't think it's crazy. Oh, I don't know where you said, I don't recall exactly where you said you had him ranked, but I, I, it's going to be tough for me to keep Olave out of like my top five or six receivers. And I would like him to be higher than that. It's just that there's so many other good players at the
1: position. I got him above Rondell Moore. I've uh, only I've watched i watched two games of Moore. Uh one from this year, one last and then Olave. I've watched three games. So uh I, I would agree. I like right him
2: now. I like him more than Rondell Moore too. I would agree with that.
1: But this it's early and I'm I'm not a professional, so
0: wow bro, you're you're definitely a professional.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> um no, that's a great one. I'm actually going to have to go and watch the tape on him. I, I love the way you talk about him, that he's smooth. That that sounds like somebody I want on my team, so I'm going to go check that out for sure. He's
1: like an ice skater, uh, dude. It's good. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Josh, who, who do you have? you hiring anybody um, this year, uh, or you think you're going to be hiring? I mean, I was high most? on who I said I
3: was high on in the rookie draft, Devontae Smith. I mean, I think I'm a little higher on him than most, but, again, I think he's going to have the longest, the best NFL future.
0: I like Devin. I like him a lot, honestly. I just I think you are higher on him than most people are, and that's that's okay. I love this. Don't let the haters get any of y'all with mm-hmm. Olave with with Smith. Anything, bro? Because seriously, like I said, a lot of the time you're you're more right than not with these yeah. guys. You know what I mean? Or or it's just like you. It's Plus, not. Plus, I mean, if he ends up winning the highs Heisman,
3: you never know what's going to fucking happen where he's going to end up going. So <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs>
0: that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just not worth, I think, like, listening to everybody else and giving up your opinion when you've worked so hard on it sometimes because you you did form that opinion for a oh, reason, you know? Sure. Um, you know me, I'll take so, my guns. I mean, I mean when everybody yeah. was
3: talking shit on Corey Davis, I was a fucking Davis believer, so.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, we all, have, we all have our, you know, the people we act we listen to and we're like, okay, that'll make or break it for me. But, you know, if you have your opinion, you know, hold, hold, hold tight to it sometimes. 100%. Um, all Um. right, so. Who's the, your boy, The Billy? one guy that. <laughs> yeah, the one guy I think y'all know I, I'm higher on than most is uh, Tamori and Terry. I'll probably find a way to get him uh, depending on landing spot. I mean, if he goes like real late or something in the draft and and just NFL teams hate him, that might be a different story. but if he if what I expect to happen happens in the you know the NFL teams fall in love with that that size and speed that he has that that elite combination, then I think he's gonna end up in a really nice spot and i'm gonna get I'm gonna get him on my teams um he's a guy who i mean i'm an fsu fan so i just w- i just was able to see him before other people were because i'm watching and when i saw it i was just like holy crap this guy is legit this is legit and, I, and he looks like one of you know the real deal he's just big big guy fast guy that almost that randy moss like uh that thinness but he's like he's fast and strong anyway it doesn't matter it's crazy i don't know how, how he does that but um but yeah i'm stoked i'm stoked for tomorrow and terry Sad he left FSU. I mean, he had a terrible season this year. I will say he had a really, really, really bad year, but FSU was really bad too. <laughs> no,
2: I mean, you can't. Shout, you know, shout out to Milton transferring up. <laughs> yeah. How about how about that? Um, yeah. But uh, the one thing, like you said, you can't teach the size speed. I mean, it's a that's a real unique combo. I mean, when you have that, you can try and fill in the cracks with the rest of it and improve everywhere else. But you can't teach can't teach big, can't teach fast
0: no he's uh was six four two oh nine so i was talking about rashad bateman he's six two two ten so we're talking another two i mean this guy's i mean it doesn't seem like much but he actually is towering over him a bit, yeah you know on the field so this is a big big dude it's a uh, tough to defend in the nfl super fast
1: too super fast yeah yep. well that was a really fun episode um again anthony thanks for coming on is there anything else you guys want to talk about man Nope. Nothing? All right. Again, uh, Anthony, can you tell people where they can find you and interact with you?
2: Yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate you guys for having me on. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dynasty Drive. DMs are open. You can send over whatever crazy questions, you know, start, sits, trades, weird stuff, whatever. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll have a good time, uh, especially through the off season. And like I said, I'll I'll be posting uh, on Twitter any of the written stuff that I have coming out, too. Uh, so I appreciate you guys having me on and we'll definitely set something up where you guys can hop on my show, uh, sometime during the off season as well. And we'll, we'll do it all over again. And, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll set something crazy up where I can have like you guys on and some other people on all at the same time. We'll do like a big, huge rookie mock with like a ton of people. That'd be kind of wild that would but, be awesome uh, uh,
0: madness but
2: i'm in for it yeah <laughs> for it, yeah for for it, sure. it could be
1: fun we'll set something up
2: we'll set but we definitely have to do it again i appreciate you having me on it was fun to talk with you guys. Yeah, of course i'm glad you're able to hop on
1: yeah, and thanks for coming on man
2: yeah absolutely
3: everybody make sure you give us a follow on twitter at dynasty underdog at just your i f f at any given pod at willie beeman dff and at josh goldberg agp
1: thanks everyone have a good night